So, I guess you could say it's a bit of a additional follow-up, but, you know, connecting to what I've said before. Um, this morning, uh, as I mentioned in the follow-up video and as I showed in the video I uploaded quickly this morning, courtesy of my phone, if you will, I talked about how Hasbro, uh, through the MLP YouTube page and those behind the MLP YouTube page, which I would assume is some of the original creative staff of the animated series, um, how they basically uploaded a near half-hour video called entitled Rarity and Spikes or Spike and Rarity's Love Story. And, of course, as I said in the follow-up, this is one of those love stories that, you know, uh, basically it's not in your face, you know, it, it, it's, a, it's, an, it's a love story that's done very subtly. Um, if you will, like you know it's there, but it's not like the focus or anything. And you know, it, and there are times that you know it may not look like anything's going on, but you could sense that anytime a, a moment or a scene or whatever is the case, you know, takes place between the characters, that there is a nod to that romance. Um, I mean, honestly, you know, as a lot of people point out, they could have ended a long time ago and all that when they had the opportunity, but you know, say la vie, if you will. But I wanted to do this because, as the title might suggest, I was thinking about this earlier. And I was thinking about the fact of how, you know, how similar it seems to another uh, relationship, as I do something here real quickly, guys. But how it's very similar to another relationship that I'm a fan of, that a lot of people are fans of. And that is Sonic the Hedgehog and Princess Sally Acorn. And how basically this is a relationship that... A majority of the fan base is behind that you know they support they're for and you know they want it all and that no matter what the situation is they'd like to see these two together however there have been several occasions to where the relationships have been put on hold and when they do get back together fans are ecstatic about it they are happy about it and they hope that they never get broken up again and there have been several times uh, in the comic, uh, during the Archie run, if you will, that I can honestly tell you, fans were happy when these moments happened. Uh, one example is, you know, is it, is the uh, finale of Endgame, you know, in issue 50. Uh, basically, Sally was originally, according to uh, Ken Penders and others, uh, she was originally supposed to die, but Sega said, no, you bring her back. You You don't have the authority to kill her. She's under our registration, our copyright. You don't have the right to kill her unless we give the okay. So Ken had to bring her back. And she was brought back in a very fairy tale, Snow White kind of manner. And the ending basically has her and Sonic kissing. And, well, basically the relationship just went from there. And even after Sonic and Tails went on the world tour uh, for about 11 issues... When they came back, she was happy to see Sonic. Like she couldn't get enough about enough of being around him. Now, of course, it did have its ups and downs. We're not going to deny that. I mean, depending on the writers, you know, they went through a lot of changes. As a matter of fact, if you watch my near two-hour um, uh, video that I did on my Archie Sonic comic collection, around issue I would say ninety-four is when they went into this um, short error known as the high school error. Well, basically, you had Sonic, you had Bunny, you had Rotor, 
you had Tails, you had Amy, you had uh, new characters like Mina, you know, all going to high school. And you would, and honestly, you know, they would think, oh, Sally's going to be with us, right? That wasn't the case. Instead, the storyline basically says that Sally's going to go to school, but she's going to be homeschooled on the king's uh, authority. Or Eli Elias's, who is the temporary king at the time, uh, authority. Basically sitting in for his dad who physically cannot, you know, uh, do the job. But that's an entirely different story in its own. You want to know more about it? Look it up. at the movie. Look it up on the Sonic encyclopedias that are out there. And they are to Sonic Online if you want to, but it's an entirely different field of grapes, if you know what I mean. But anyway, that thing, you know, threw everything out of whack. That basically caused a lot of, you know, drama that was unnecessary until we got to 123. When we got to 123, and more so 122 as well, that's when pretty much the moment we'd all been waiting for occurred, and that's Sonic and Sally being back together. And... You would think that, you know, they would have a happy ending, but of course this being a Sonic-related product, uh, a licensed product, that wasn't the case, and instead we had to create more drama, and then we ended up getting this infamous, infamous uh, slap moment in 134. The least we talk about that, the better, in, in the eyes of many people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we ended up getting that, and that caused dissension, that caused a breakup. That caused the relationship to be on hold till 2.22. And as I mentioned again in that near two-hour video I did yesterday you know, that I uploaded, basically, you have, you had basically 99, basically 99 issues between the, the last time they got together and then the more recent time they got together. Both, coincidentally, were before the two... Before anniversary issues, ironically, the uh, first one of the first times, which was 123, was two issues before 125, and in 125, Sonic sacrificed himself supposedly to save the planet. And then 222, they get back together. What happens? About three issues later, 225, Sally is basically gunned down, and we go into a whole four-part uh, story, which basically kind of, you know, itsy-bitsily reboots uh, the, the, the continuity because the writer, who ironically is one of the writers on occasions for the MLP comics, Ian Flynn, wanted to, you know, celebrate the anniversary of Sonic by going in this direction. And what was the end result? The end result was, yes, yeah, Sonic 1 restored everything, reversed the Genesis wave, but we ended up with Sally sacrificing herself to, be, to ultimate robotization and becoming Mecha Sally, which lasted basically almost two years when you count both the main comic and the Sonic Universe tie-in. And when she was finally restored, yeah, everybody was happy, and everybody was also hoping and happy, or happy and hoping, I should say, that her and Sonic would be back together, but apparently that is not to be because part of this soft reboot that Ian Flynn uh, initiated uh, after the second Genesis wave, which we got into, if you will, which led into a crossover with Mega Man and his crew, basically now Sally is bisexual and basically it was leaning more towards her being with Nicole to kind of, I guess, play into the 
what's going on in the current culture right now with LGBTQ and all that. So, yeah, basically it was an entire mess. But getting back on focus with the, with the issues that I'm talking about, these two primarily, um, 123 and 122, I mean, not 122, but 123 and 222, to me are sort of the equivalent, maybe not in the same veins, well, maybe in the same veins, but basically they are the equivalent of Hasbro, make, of Hasbro uploading that Sparity video this morning. Basically, finally bringing these two on an official basis together, or in Sonic and Sally's case, back together. And, you know, one thing that a lot of folks always questioned when it came to them constantly being broken up was, why? Why would you constantly break them up? Why would you put the relationship on hold? Why this? Why that? Why can't you just let them have a decent relationship? And it's all because of mandates. Depending on who you believe about certain mandates, there were certain things that, according to several sources, depending on who you who you believe more so than the other, there were certain mandates held down to where Sonic, Tails, Amy, Shadow, Rouge, Knuckles, Chaotix, Vanilla, Cream, Blaze, Silver. Basically, there was edicts that stated they could not be in a relationship. Mostly, mostly out of that being Sonic. I mean, they let Tails get in a relationship in Sonic X with Cosmo. They let Tails get in a relationship with Zoe in Sonic Boom. You know, they hinted at Knuckles and Rouge. They hinted at Shadow and Rouge. They, in Sonic X, and as well as in other media, they've hinted at, you know, Vector and Vanilla. You know, and the list could go on. Silver and Blaze. But yet, Sonic is the number one character that can't have any of that. And yet, and yet in the comics, the Archie comics, we had that. And nobody said it, and nobody had a problem with that. Nobody said anything. Nobody was like, well, well you, you got to keep Sonic and Sally uh, you know, apart. They can't be more than just friends. Nobody said anything until later on. Nobody. And it wasn't until the soft reboot, the post-SGW reboot, Sonic Genesis Wave uh, for short, that all of a sudden, Sonic and Sally went back to just being BFFs and basically not, not boyfriend and girlfriend and more leaning towards Sally and Nicole. Again, nothing wrong with that. But still, now it was like Sally, Sally was going from Sonic to Nicole. And you have all these reasonings, with all these mandates and reasonings with, to, believe, to believe or not to believe. But, yeah. You know, getting back to what I was saying, it, you know, again, getting back to what I was saying, you know, when you look at these two issues, these two issues to me are the equivalent in a sense to what Hasbro did today. And here's the thing. Hasbro, mind you, Hasbro never once degraded or never once said, Rarity and Spike can't be in a relationship or that we can't have no hints of Rarity falling in love with Spike or Spike falling in love with Rarity or, or a crush going on of this or that. Never once did they ever say that. They let it go. Even though the show's premise was about friendship, 
They knew they had to add in a little bit of romance. That's why they let this subtle romance between these two, these lo this love story, as stated in that in that video, they, that's why they let it go. That's why they let it happen. They weren't against it. They knew that fans would, they knew possibly, or they knew, I should say, that it was a possibility that fans would get behind it. And they did. I mean, yeah, there are fans that don't like it. There are some fans that are indifferent about it. But a majority, the top, if you will, the ones that outnumber them a lot, you know, those are the fans that support it and are cool with it. I mean, if you want any indication of what I'm talking about, out for a second. This is one of the Valentine's, this is from one of the Valentine's Day packets, well not packets, but uh, gift, gift baskets or gift sets that they would put out. I want you to look at, who, and this is an official, read that right there, official Hasbro license. This is an official Hasbro licensed uh, product, and look who's right there. And then, if you pull it out, look at Look at uh, the role that they have Fluttershy in. Get what I'm saying? If Hasbro, even through products like this, meant for the holidays, um, are willing uh, to acknowledge, they are willing to acknowledge um, sparity, spike in rarity, outside of the cartoon, then that shows you that they have no problem with it. They have no problem whatsoever. I mean, even Nintendo, Nintendo, mind you, is cool with, let's say, Princess Peach being with Mario, or Princess Daisy being with Luigi. So, what's the problem with Sonic having a relationship, huh? I don't see none. I don't see none whatsoever. So, when... Archie had the license to publish the book before the whole fiasco of them having to part ways with, with Sega and all that. And, you know, writers like Ian Flynn with 222 and, and I would assume Cole Bowlers or Ken Penders with 123 decided to put them together as well as at the end of uh, issue 50. You know, again, nobody saw any problem with it. Nobody. I mean, yeah, there was some detractors, don't get me wrong. But when these moments happen, mostly 123 and 122, I mean, 123 and 222's moments, people were happy. They were ecstatic. I mean, when I got issue 123 in the mail, and I saw exactly, and that cover basically said, showed what we were going to get, I was ecstatic. I was like, yes, finally, after all this time. You know, it, it's back to how it's meant to be. And yet, they decide... They decide, 11 issues later, to break them up. And why? Because they, have, they want to create drama. They want Sonic to be with somebody else. They, they want to go the high school route. They, you know, you know, they basically want to give Sega what they, they're asking. And that's making sure Sonic's not in a steady relationship. So what? It doesn't have to be steady. It can be subtle. And that's the one thing that made Sparity popular in the eyes of a lot of fans. Whether they're indifferent about it, whether they didn't, whether they uh, don't like it, but find it adorable and cute and tolerable, or whatever the case may be, 
or the majority of them that outnumber uh, those that are in that category that do support it, the reason they do is it's subtle. And they know that being subtle, they can build upon it. They can give moments out like, you know, like probably a date, like, you know, like maybe an issue of the IDW book of them going on a date together. Or, you know, a moment, a very subtle moment in Pony Life when they come back from the walk just in time to see Fluttershy take a potion that turns into Flutterdash. I mean, seriously, they know. And they don't have a problem with it. And that's why when I look back at one at 222 and issue one and issue 123, I look at them as being the equivalent as being on the same page, the same level as this moment from Hasbro, uh, the, uh, from this moment Hasbro gave us this morning with this upload. But what do you guys think? What are your thoughts? Do you think maybe I'm making too big of a deal about it, or do you see that kind of similar comparison? And do you think maybe Sega should take perhaps an example of the an example in a page of the, out of others playbook and allow characters like Sonic, Tails, Tangle, Whisper, Amy, whatever the case may be, have some steady, subtle steady relationships, you know, that are beyond friendship. What do you guys think? But in closing guys, I just in closing guys, like I said, to me when Hasbro uploaded that video this morning, to me that was the equivalent, if not the, on the same level as what we got with issue 123 of Sonic the Hedgehog when it was under the Archie license and issue 222 of Sonic the Hedgehog when it was under the Archie license because these were moments we had been waiting for, we had been waiting patiently for, and we finally got them and they were well worth the wait. That is until they screwed them up. You know, and, and I'll be honest, they didn't have to do that. And I think they know it. But let me know what you guys think. Comment down below. I'd like to hear what each and every one of you have to say. And I am out.